strap yourself in and see where the journey takes you. Just like, man, you were away for three days, a three-day journey away for a wedding. How was, how was nuptial bliss, Matty? Oh, mate, the wedding was uh, in a creek. So we were standing in the creek, as they, like, said their uh, nuptials. And um, I followed up Very with about lovely. 4,000 beers afterwards. It was elite. It was like a... It was like a wedding weekend. It was great. I had babysitters, brought them along. That's just what I needed. <laughs> this is exactly what you want to do. And what you need to do is get yourself sorted for week 14. That's what we're here for. This is the crossover. We will have a look at it. We'll break down all the injuries. We'll talk about ads you can make in lieu of those. And get the most juice out of your schedule coming up right after this. Welcome to the ultimate super coach and fantasy sports show. You are now listening to the Insight Fantasy Sports Podcast. I would ask you if you're a gambling man, but I know the answer to that one. And funnily enough, I don't know why, but in the little thing over there in the kitchen, I've got a New Zealand 20 cent coin, which is really small. New Zealand's currency is just ridiculous. This is a 20 cent coin in New Zealand. Look at that, Matty. It's like our 10 cent piece. Stephen Adams wouldn't even be able to pick that up. He wouldn't even be able to pick this up. You're a gambling man, heads or tails. Heads, we're going to do injuries and updates around the league first. Tails, we'll do a schedule breakdown. Pick a, pick a, pick a thing. Tails. Tails? It's heads. There you go. Heads, we're going to do the injury updates. The injury. <laughs> yeah, mate, kick us off. We've uh, had a look around a bit of the league with what's injuries and ads we can make. Atlanta, let's do we, Are you going to do reverse order and trick me this week, or are we going to go? No, no, sp- let's 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 go with Atlanta. Let's go with Old Faithful. Oh, next week I'm going to start in the middle just to really fuck with you. Um, but You're uh, right. Trey Young left Saturday's game against the Cavs after being hit in the face. Um, he'll get looked at for concussion, but didn't make his way back on the floor in that one. Um, even if it is a concussion, a short-term injury. Um, who do you think gets the bumps for Atlanta, Jay? Uh, look, I'm not really sure to see where it is. I think DeJounte Murray is probably going to get the biggest bump. You'll see more action out of their guys like Jalen Johnson on the peripherals. Um, look, Griff's, Gr- Griff will probably get like some more minutes around there. AJ Griffin, I could probably imagine getting some more run. But it's probably going to be – look, I can see concussions going up to three games depending on how hard it is and when they pass the test for that one. So I just think DeJounte Murray in the short term gets a really big bump for all his owners out there. Uh, Boston, Drew Holiday and Al Holford, they're questionable for Sunday's game. And then Charlotte, the injuries just keep on coming with LaMelo Ball and big big fella, big Nicky Richards, who's everyone's favorite stream with Mark Williams being a zombie corpse yeah. who may return to NBA action sometimes. Are you watching the waiver wire too just to see when this bloke is ever going to come back? Yeah, or have you I've just actually given added him. No, I had him a couple of weeks ago like when – I'd either won the week, just hoping that he'd come back, or I'd um, or I was definitely losing that week. So I just add him on occasion, just hoping we get some news and and because he's a player I want on my team. I just yeah don't know when. I know now three leagues that have him available, but when do you add the guy? Like there's just this glut right now with like Plumley. I guess is like talking about centers as being one of the most added blokes with Zubash coming down. We'll get to that one, but like you said, Matty, like you just. When when is the point you've got to cut bait on some of these guys? 
Um, when is the when is the time that people cut like cut bait on Zach Levine for a bargain basement discount this season? Because he is going oh. to miss one to two weeks until he's either shopped to a different team or his ankle is apparently better. I think that if you drafted Zach Levine this year, you're probably not talking about playoffs. Um, but um, I think that you could maybe stash him, um, maybe maybe trade him for some of your lower guys at the moment. I'd be trying to buy on Zach Levine. Um, yeah, look, good option to buy. So, Yeah, good option to buy. Uh, Cleveland, well, take, us, take us to the next few, brother. Yeah, Levert um, disappointed me a bit in some deeper leagues where I've had him. Um, he missed Saturday's game with a sprained wrist, um, and Darius Garland is out again this week. Um, mm. Thought he might have been back this week, but looks like it's going to be next week. Um, over in Detroit, um, Isaiah Stewart missed Saturday's game with an ankle injury, uh, but it looks like Cade Cunningham's a chance on coming back this week. Uh, which takes some of the puff out of some of those point guard options and maybe even an Alec Burks and some blokes like that in deeper formats. Yeah, that's definitely going to put some around that one. Houston, um, thank you very much for dropping Jabari Smith Jr. in one of our leagues a few weeks back because he was apparently his ankle was done and he was going to be, I think you acted straight away. It was the last one you were streaming for a win and it was going to be a yeah. couple of weeks. Initially reports were he would be out for a couple of weeks. So you had to get a win. You had to drop him. You had to make the most of the spot the next day. I managed to get him on the waiver wire, which I didn't think I'd get on a waiver pickup at number eight. But he's done his ankle again, and it's the same one in the last minute of their overtime win on Saturday. Uh, he's questionable versus the Celts, but they might just sit him one out. They'll probably sit him out for that one and just see how it goes. Uh, Reggie Bullock has missed the last three games, and Tara Eason is still out with a leg injury. Yep. Um, Hallie's still out in Indy. Um Andrew Nempard is also questionable. Uh, we could see Halley back this week, though. I'm, I'm hoping. Oh, he did come back. Uh, he came oh, back. Go back from, yeah, go back. Go back from. Yes, he's he's come back. Well, you were away in the in the in the creek. Yeah, yeah. Standing around. Yeah, I was. I was Halliburton. No, I had no cell phone reception for three. And he days, came so. back. He came yeah, back, nice. and he wasn't supposed to come back. He's like, oh, he's just young. He can heal, and he was out there. But it's kind of injury management for him to come back on the next one. But um, Ijax has got a case of the Trey Youngs, and he's going to be out due to concussion as well. Zubach has been a massive revelation for the Clippers this year, mate. But he is going to be reevaluated in four weeks, which means you're looking at a five-week injury. Plum Dog Millionaire has been a big ad. Do you believe in the plum? Yep. I When he gets minutes... He's good. Nobody rates him because some of his brothers weren't as good as him. Um, I like him. Um, yeah, I, I think I'll be adding him um, if I've got a two-center leg that he's available in. So, And also, if you're taking free throw percentage, he goes up exponentially in value as well if you're taking free throw percentage with him as well. Los Angeles Lakers, uh, they continue to be the seesaw story of the season. Uh, it's because they're playing against the Trailblazers, I reckon, Matty, that, but then again, they're, they're listed as questionable every game. We're talking Davis, we're talking LeBron James, uh, Torian Prince is out there, and Cam Reddish seems to the last three games with a knee issue. Do you see things shaken up there in LA soon, or we're just status quo for the next week or two and, and just drag ourselves along? Because the Western Conference, have you looked since you've come back where the standings are? It's nuts, man. It is. So nice. the top. Mate, from, from number four is the Clippers. They're on 26 wins. The Lakers, probably let's go to this. The Houston Rockets, uh, 
on 20 wins at 11th. So from four to 11, there's only six games difference. We've just clicked the 40 mark for some of these teams as well. So they're technically just halfway through their season. Even though we're clicking over over halfway in and a lot of our leagues wrap up around week 20, 21, 22, these guys still chug along. Matty, 44 games for guys like Utah, 43 for the 43 for the Lakers, and 41 games for the Houston Rockets. Because the Lakers are playing more games, they're probably going to make some moves sooner rather than later. Yeah, I think they could. Um, I think it's just going to be smaller pieces and D-Lo. Um, I think there's a buyer's market out there for D-Lo. Um, yeah, they haven't been using him very effectively. Um, he's good when he gets the minutes. Um, yeah, look, I think that D-Lo could be on the move, but probably to one of those lower tier teams, which is great for fantasy. Oh, 100%. Mate, tell me about uh, your team, Memphis. Um, yeah, there's not much going on there. Jeez, I'm enjoying watching the NBL because I am not watching too many Memphis games at the moment. Um, but Tillman, um, somebody that I've got in a lot of leagues, um, missed out on Saturday's game due to, due to knee soreness, but he has been playing 36 minutes a night. Um, we know that he was injured coming into the season. Um, this is, you know, probably routine. I think that he'll be back and playing big minutes again soon. So. Nice, mate. Uh, homie Hackers will miss another game on Sunday with a groin strain and Hartenstein left. Uh, Saturday's game for the New York Knicks against the Raps with a sore ankle. Now, he didn't return, so I don't know by committee what happens there in New York, but if he's <laughs> out and he was – look, do they have anyone left? Jericho Sims is probably going to get all the minutes that he can handle and more, one would say. So he came back in. We saw Josh Hart get a bit more of a run. Precious Chua, the new acquisition. Precious did get a bit of a run in this one. In the last game, he went 18 and 10 with a, uh, 18 points, 11 rebounds with a block, uh, nine of 10 from the field for the Precious one. So yep. let's just keep our eyes on Precious Shachua because if this Hartenstein thing is a week or two, we're talking Precious season. Well, he's gone from six and nine minutes to 25 with this injury. So, hey, that's anybody playing 25 minutes in a good team, um, you should probably be looking to add. So, yeah, look. Precious, he's undersized. Um, he's not that good at free throws, but he always has a high field goal percentage and pulls down those boards. So, Yeah, he'll stock you up there, especially if you're looking for him. Orlando, good news for us. Loyal Franz Wagner owners who have been tortured without leagues with an IL spot. Thank you. Raise that glass up. Is that water you're drinking? <laughs> yeah, it's been a big weekend. <laughs> this is the first time I've ever seen you hydrate on a podcast. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of weird for me. Um, look, he's been upgraded to questionable against the Heat. We love that one. And Gary Harris is going to miss out again with a calf strain. Philly, Maddie. Yeah, uh, Patty Beverly didn't play. Um, I'm really worried about DeAnthony Melton. I'm starting to think he's, he's a drop. Um, he's still on yeah. the sidelines. He's not playing. I don't know if he's good enough to stash. I think that he's just a drop at this stage and and we move on and remember the good times with DeAnthony Melton. So I I I I I I zagged. I picked him up today in I League. Yep. Because that's a twenty that's a two hundred player league. Yeah. That's a two hundred player league. So we're and yep. this is where we're saying maybe this is where guys who have dropped him, he comes back in. He's a top seventy five, top eighty player in an eleven cat format. You kind of got to look at him and be like, maybe he misses a couple games. Breno spanked me because Luca played and gets a triple double, and I know I'm going to lose that cat every week this week. I'm like, I'm not going to win it. I've had Sadiq Bay who decides to shoot like shit every other game these days. 
I'm going to bring the Melton in. I'm going to bring the Melted. I'm going to bring the Melted one in, and I hope it goes from there in that 20 man league. But this is the kind of format you'd get in. But Maddie's right in a 12 team league. You're probably going to have to go yeah. with someone who's hot, mate. You got to drop him and and go with someone who's a bit hotter, mate. Who's who else are we looking at for the last few teams? Uh, we've got Portland. Um, Scoot and Anthony Simons are listed as questionable. Um, Shaden Sharp has an abdominal abdominal strain. <laughs> well, that was a mouthful, and um, will be reevaluated in another week. Um, look, Victor Wembanyama is on back to back restriction at the moment, um, but it says that he could be it could be lifted soon. So that's yeah. great for owners. That's that's huge for owners because one of the big things there was that you were going to miss out on a back-to-back set. The Spurs have a few coming up to end the season. Do you want to trade high on, high on him or hold him? Apparently, they're ready to renounce that. So part of that could be driven by the whole Rookie of the Year thing to make sure he meets the number of games. He's been on a good upward trend and all this like Chet versus Wemby thing. This could be a really interesting vote, Matty, down the end of the year. We could be looking at one of these seasons where things are very close to being tied at the end for this one. Yeah. Uh, Toronto... Uh, Otto Porter is questionable for Sunday. And Washington, Daniel Gafford has missed the last two games with a concussion, and that's why Marvin Bagley has been apparently the greatest forward center player in NBA history, showing we us all that he deserved to be taken where he did all those years ago in the draft. But have you ever, have you ever given up hope on Marvin Bagley on the bagel, or have you just been like... You know what? Like, sometimes <laughs> I watch him play, and I think, oh, he's not that bad. Um, maybe this is... Maybe this is a system for him. I'll never give up hope on someone. Um, I just think that, yeah, like going and playing in Detroit, obviously not a good thing. Sacktown was really bad when he was playing for them too. I know Washington's bad, but but like I think if he could surround himself with some better players, um, yeah, maybe maybe he could be something. And look, with Gafford being out, they've had no one really else by committee to take the spot down. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. they have not done – like. It's like, oh, Marvin, would you like to play center? Okay, I've just walked into the team, and and there he goes. So this is, I guess, my this is where opportunity really knocks, and these guys come up. And opportunity knocks, it's a really this, – this next week, it's an interesting one. Let's have a look at the preview for week 14 of your NBA schedules. Maddie, mate, take us through the gaze, the games, the games. I've got to extend that out. The games, the games. Yep, yep. Um, we've got, we've got eight on Monday, five on Tuesday, eight on Wednesday, seven on Thursday, eight on Friday, ten on Saturday, and five on Sunday. Um, so yeah, there's there's a fair few teams playing in four games, um, which which is nice this week. Yeah, we've got the Hawks, the Celts, the Mavs, the Pistons. The Pacers, the Grizz, the Bucks, the T-Wolves, the Thunder, the Suns, the Trailblazers, and the Spurs are all on four. Uh, Matty, there's only uh, the rest have two, but who are our three gamers this week? Uh, Nets, Celtics, Bulls, Cavs, Nuggets, Warriors, Rockets, Clippers, Lakers, Heat, Pelicans, Knicks, Magic, 76ers, Kings, Raptors, Jazz, and the Wiz, um, which is great for Marvin Bagley owners. There you go, Marvin Bagley, especially misses out. Now, of these ones here, it's really interesting of the four game teams, six of them play four quality games uh, that don't play on the Saturday. So like Maddie said, on the Saturday, you're looking at your most games of the week, which is 10, so you probably don't have a roster spot there. So you want to kind of negotiate and look around your roster where you want it. So what we're going to do there is we're going to look into get these guys because of note, uh, there's the four teams. Oh, wait a second. There we go. I just I, I tipped my page and it went away. I'm not going to lie. Stuff that up entirely. Here we go. So of note, 
is that of the four games, six of these teams play all four quality games that don't include the Saturday. Is what you want to have. That's excellent. So the Hawks, the Pacers, the Grizz, the Thunder, the Suns, and Trailblazers play over four days that don't include that Saturday. So they're awesome options for a stream. Yeah, no, they're good, and that's probably where I'll be looking to to pick a few guys. Um, I'm get yeah, we're all getting into the crux of. And if you're in that probably six to eight range in some of those leagues, you really need to yeah. start taking advantage because some some teams are going to bump off. You're going to get some easy wins. Um, once you work out that you can't do playoffs, most leagues, people don't set their rosters and everything like that. You're going to get some easy wins, but you're probably going to have to beat some of the top teams to work your way back into the eight or the six. Yeah, it's that time, that kind of time, like the fantasy season, where you really just need to be aggressive and stream and, and get proactive and give yourself a, ch- a chance at playoffs and set yourself up there. And it's also interesting this week because there are actually some fun little back-to-back sets with that one because the Saturday wipes you a little bit with the 10 games. But there's also some fun like three games and four days of action sequences for that one. So the Suns and the Trailblazers, you can get on these guys like to give you a buffer because they play on the Sunday to finish up your week. And they've got three more games that come up from like Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. So you're going to get three games out of those guys, the Suns and the Trailblazers. The Timberwolves play three between Monday to Thursday. The Pacers, the Thunder, and Trailblazers, they actually come back into it again with Tuesday to Friday, whereas the Hornets, Mavs, Warriors, Rockets, Heat, Bucks, Timberwolves, and Spurs, they roll from Wednesday to that big Saturday game day. And the Pacers also have the same thing in three or four again. So the Pacers come back in on Thursday to Saturday. So we love Pacers this week. Who were some of your Pacers ads along the way you'll be looking at, Maddie? Oh, Pacers at the moment. I don't know. I haven't really uh haven't really been looking at Indy for the last little bit, but um like Naismith should be added. Um Buddy Heald's been on waivers in a couple leagues. Um Obi Toppin um can be picked up and dropped as a as a bit of a stream. Now, I wonder if a little bit of Obi Toffin's value is going to disappear with Siakam now. Um, yeah, but it probably it, it most likely Jackson will. out. You do, and that's going to give him a bit of a bump as well, especially with Ijax on concussions. Like Naismith, like Maddie said, I think is a definite add. Um, Matherin, he got 24 minutes the other night. He sucked. His efficiency was well off. He was zero from eight from the field. And he's better than that. TJ McConnell's obviously taken a big hit. But it was really interesting that Jalen Smith and Obi Toppin minutes were kind of split again in that power forward mm-hmm. spots, really. Pascal, who played 34 minutes. Uh, Buddy Heald played a team high 36 on this night. So like you said, Matty, Buddy Heald is a really good option for those ones. looking, And he's got the dual eligibility of guard and forward. So in those on that 10 game, when he comes into it, that's a really good look to pick up someone like Buddy Heald, Naismith, um, Nemhard not going to really come into it too much, one would be thinking. What else from those teams would you be looking at for some ads this week, mate? Uh, what te- what teams are we looking at again? I mean, Anyone. Any one of those three and fours, like the Suns or the Trailblazers, the Wolves. Who comes to mind for you? Um. Look, you can you can add Plumlee, not looking specifically at teams, but you can add your Plumleys, um, your Millers, your... Wendell Carter Juniors, maybe Sohans at the moment. Like Cam Thomas has been dropped in leagues. He can be picked up. Um, yeah, and I start to think that maybe some of those um, – look, Detroit only has two this week. But, um, yeah, look, Osar should probably be added. 
yeah, I, I grabbed him in one league and I might even regret that now, but he's just been playing well enough for me to want to give it a crack and, and a hold. And if I have to, I'll drop him and I'll try and pick him up again later and see where it goes to finish it up. But they, they do finish, they, the back-to-backs, take us through those for the week because there is the two Pistons games and they are at the back end of the week. Yeah, yeah. And you've got um, Sunday, Monday, you've got Boston Magic Suns. Um, none on Monday, Tuesday. Tuesday, Wednesday, you've got OKC in Portland. Um, you've got on Wednesday, Thursday, you've got the Warriors, the Timberwolves, and the Wizards. Um, and then you've got, uh, as we were talking about, Indiana on the Thursday, Friday. Uh, Friday, Saturday, we've got Charlotte, Dallas, Houston, Clips, Milwaukee, New Orleans, and San Antonio. And then, of course, our Pistons at the end of the week. So, Yeah, and again, those Friday to Sunday as well with the back-to-back with the Saturday. It's kind of like a non – it's a back-to-back that's not a back-to-back because, like, yeah. you know, if you want to get at some of that action because you're full on Saturday, we can go the Friday-Sunday stream. So there you got Atlanta, Indy, Memphis, OKC, Orlando, Phoenix, Portland, or Toronto. And I guess that leads us because we mentioned Memphis. I want to talk hot guys, Maddie, and I want to talk to you about a few of your blokes in the Memphis Grizzlies world. Pull over by this hot guy and let me out. Gigi Jackson, the second. He just started off as Gigi to start it, and then he was Gregory Jackson, just so we knew who the hell the bloke was. And then he had a second put on the back of his name. Yeah, he's um, one of the hottest ads. Tell us about him in Memphis. Yeah, look, um, next man up situation there. Um, look, I think that he can be be good. Um, obviously, a raw prospect um, took his opportunity by the balls and went and got himself twenty seven and twenty nine minutes. Oh, probably a week ago now. Um, but yeah, probably cooled down a little bit in the last couple days. Probably wasn't sustainable. But um, I think Vince Williams or somebody like that's probably a better ad. But, hey, you ride the hot hand, and it was Gigi for a couple of days. It really was. And he's dropped off the last couple, and the minutes have been down as well, which we didn't like to see. I picked him up, and I dropped him again for the Asar Thompson uh, Asar shout just because I was like, I need some defense, and I just like how the bloke profiles. But, mate, there's a lot of opportunity in Memphis. You called it last week, and my hat off to you. You said there's going to be a possible gold mine in Memphis. Next man up by committee, you've got Santi Aldama, Luke Kennard. Like, even in deep, deep leaves, Gilead could be worth a run at this point in time. Like, who, who are you looking at as a Memphis Grizzlies fan? Not as a homer, but there's just opportunity around everywhere. I actually kind of like Zaire um, when he gets when he gets good minutes as well. Um, that big, lengthy, sort of small forward, um, probably more of a power forward in today's game, but they're going to be playing Sani Aldama probably in that role a bit more. But, yeah, when he gets minutes, um, can get plenty of steals, can get plenty of blocks. Um, I do just like him. Um, And I think he, you know, gets out on the fast break and scores. And I think he's one of those guys that might be better as the team's playing better. But if he gets – he's getting probably 20 to 22 minutes a night at the moment. If he can push up to 26 minutes, um, I'll probably be – having a punt on Zaya. Mate, we're talking about other hot guys. I'm just having a look at the research and they're already the transaction trends that are starting to move this way for it. Daniel, it's, I guess you said that Daniel Tice is the other bloke who's been a bit of a look um, as well as the, I guess the counterpoint to Mason Plumley. He's been getting 22 and 22 minutes and 20 minutes the last few games. He's dropped in a couple threes here and there. So he's ranging the floor out a little bit for them, keeps his field goal percentage down. 
get some boards and some rebounds. He's been a hot ad for the Clippers this week. Norm Powell, Dennis Smith Jr., Cam Whitmore is starting to get some run, and Precious Achua on the back of that industry have been some of the hottest ads. Anyone else that you have just thought this week when you've seen the numbers of what's happening, you've been like, oh, Jesus, they're, they're on a roll. Um, Yeah, like 35 minutes from Brandon Miller the last couple games, 23, 24 yeah. points. Um. You know, uh, seven rebounds, nine rebounds, a couple of couple of assists here and there. Um, look, when he plays big minutes, Brandon Miller's good. So, yeah, he's been big. He's um, he was been one of the hottest ads over the last twenty four hours over on Yahoo. Have a look in your leagues. I'm scanning around now to see him available, and he's actually gone up four percent, up to half percent owned. So he was dropped with those injuries, and he has come back up in the last, yeah. 4% in the last day on Yahoo Leagues. So you might want to have a look around and see if he is available. Again, 35 minutes and 35 minutes, basically 24, 9, 2, and 2. Low turnovers, gets you some threes, excellent field goal. And his field goal efficiency has been up as well. So he's actually on a bit of a uh, on a bit of a roll right now. Yeah, he's good. And it just comes with the minutes. Like when he's when he doesn't have the minutes and he's playing 20 minutes a night, he's basically Zaya Williams, say. Uh, but yeah. yeah, look, getting 34 minutes a night, 35 minutes a night. That's great. Let's uh, let's add him until his minutes drop again, until um, he starts to struggle a bit more being a rookie, and then we move on. I don't think he's season keeper status, but I think that he's one that I'll probably add in a couple leagues. So. Uh, one who is a bit of a season keeper status at this point, and he's gone up 9% in the last day, just to over 72%. So he's probably closing in. He's well out the way on any 16 or 14 teams and probably 12-man teams. But Grayson Allen has gone up 9% in the last day to hit 72%. So he's just gone over the threshold of 70%. But I'm just saying it's probably worth the time that he's made his way into full-time roster eligibility, Matty. You'd you'd argue that he's been good enough to warrant a spot. He's the 50th ranked player at the moment. Um, yeah, he should be should be rostered in in all formats. Um, he's yep. playing the role that um, and chatted about earlier on in the year because again, being a Memphis fan, I sp- probably spent a little bit too much time watching Grayson Allen play. To be honest, <laughs> um, watch the role of Grayson Allen. Yeah, playing the role that many thought um, Eric Gordon was going to be playing. But yeah, look, it's it's Grayson Allen. A bit better defender. Um, good to be out there. Look, what did he get? Nine threes the other day. Like, just yeah, just huge. make sure he's rusted. He is absolutely rolling now. Going down eight percent in the last day. We know that Charlotte has that interesting look with the three and four games coming up this week. Is Nick Richards has been dropped eight percent in the last day to go down to thirty one percent. So there could be some Nick Richards movement in your leagues. People dropping him because of the being out last game with the right ankle sprain. He is apparently he's missed the last two games now. So this is on the radar where he starts to go down again. 8% dropped in the last day. He is apparently returning even this week. This could be giving you an opportunity to pick up Nick Richards, especially with Mark Williams, who's been out for quite a while, and we don't know when he's coming back. To give Nick Richards a one, we've said Marvin Bagley is an ad. Other ads I like, guys like Herbie Jones have been dropped, and he's sitting around there. He's been playing really well. Yeah, apparently he's on the trade block too. Ooh. So he could definitely open up. If he's on the trade block and they're opening up probably minutes maybe for more Trey Murphy action in their lives because him and yep. Trey are very similar in that team. So they're both the of them, person. they're the same person. They play the same role. 
They just wear different jerseys. They're not the same. They, they wear the different jerseys. Uh, Dylan Brooks. I was going to ask you about him because you've watched a lot of Dylan Brooks being a Grizzlies fan. <laughs> yep. <laughs> probably the same um, amount look, of Grayson Allen in basketball, one would say. Probably watch more Dylan Brooks, sadly. Um, <laughs> look, yeah, look, he's streamable. I don't know if in like 12 teams or 14 teams, whether he's fully rosterable because he will ruin your field goal percentage um, now that he's back to the player that he probably is like, you know, goes and plays 40 minutes, has 11 points, shooting 30%. That hurts. Shot 30% in the last game. Look, we'll get you some rebounds. We'll get you some assists. We'll get you some steals. Um, A better player than he is fantasy player. Yeah, 100%. A better player than he is fantasy player this season has been Aneka Okongwu, who has kind of got into the sneaky top 100 value on Yahoo. Depending where you are in the minutes there, they're up and down, left, right, and center. And he's gone down 2% in the last day. On the back of a dreadful performance against Cleveland, he was zero from three in 23 minutes. He was 50% from the line. He scored one point with six rebounds, two assists, and nothing else to his name. And when you're trying to win your week, you're going to drop a guy like this for your Sunday. You're going to you're going to drop, you're going to cut and move on. He doesn't play till Tuesday and then Thursday and then Saturday. He's got some games coming up. People are going to drop him. But there is, like you said, that trade block rumor again for Capella that comes into play for it. So just with him going down into that measurable like 65% ownership, it is going to present one. So my eyes are on him, but again, he doesn't warrant a roster spot when he's not getting the like the Brandon Miller situation, like you yeah. said before. When he's getting minutes, he's good. When he's not, you, you got to use that as a stream. Any other big stream guys that you've liked or you've been or any curious trade impact stuff that you've been thinking is going to come up our way? I I forgot because it was like four days away, but I actually added on on Yeke Kongu in one league last week, so um, I didn't know that he went so bad last game. So thanks for ruining my night. Um, I oh, think that's that okay, we Matthew. should be. Yeah, it's okay. He's only an Atlanta Hawk. He's not a Memphis Grizzly. It's okay. (laughs) I think we should be talking about Wendell Carter Jr. Um, You you said that you thought that maybe he's being showcased, but I think he's just playing better. Um, Come back from an injury. He's not playing that many more minutes. Um, You know what? He's been shooting above 60% in his last three games. Uh, Been pretty good from the line. 17, 18, 25 points, 11 boards, five boards, three boards. I think he's an ad. Oh, he's 100% an ad. And I think that's a really interesting situation with him because he's going to probably cool off. This he, this shooting can't be sustained for him. So this is the, the this is like peak Wendell Carter Jr. This is where everyone was chomping at the bit and, and losing their mind. And it was so weird. He missed those one, two, three, four. It was five games that he missed after coming back. And then his minutes, 23 minutes, 21 minutes, and you got to, this is like just a different bloke on the stat sheet. So he went away yeah. for his injury. He came back. He played one, two, three. It was five games eight, eight, one, and six, four, none, and four, four, none, and eight. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's no threes. So th- he's not getting any threes, and these are his rebounds. Six, one, three, four, four points, four rebounds. Went off a game, came back again. And then all of a sudden, he got 17 points in 23 minutes. And we thought, is this real? He got three threes in that, five rebounds. And then it wasn't real the next game because he played 19 minutes, six points, no threes, two rebounds. Then he played 21 minutes, nine points. All of them were threes and seven rebounds. 
He takes a big-ass break, and he comes back for the last three, like you said, 17, 18, 25. But the couple of blocks in there, but he's shooting plus 650, almost 700 from the field. This is ridiculous, mate. Yeah, and I just think he's playing maybe 26 minutes. He's rosterable if that goes down to 48, 50% even being a center as well. So that's why there's the puff in it. This is exceptional. We put, we don't expect him to shoot 60% shooting that many threes. But, oh, no um, hey, he's he's playing the bench unit. So, yeah, maybe a bit of sting coming out of the game, him coming in. Hey, I like it. Whatever they're doing, keep doing WCJ. It, 100%. 100%. And, again, he can eat off second units. Like this is a guy who was yeah. a decent enough player in, in going up against starting lineups. He was starting to hit his stride, got injured, and now he's finding his form back and he's doing it against bench mobs and then again, and he's getting his confidence up with it. So it's a definite time to add him. And he has been swiped up in a lot of these. I'm just going to check where he's at now. He's just continued to go up in the past 48 hours, most likely to every league that Brano was in. He's, he's gone up 20. He's 66. Yep. 60 for six. He's gone up 20% in the last day. So this is people just swooping in, especially on the back of that big double-double in 26 minutes. It's like a BBL score. He got 26, he got 20, he got 25 points off 26 balls. You know what yeah. I mean? Like he's just he's not going to add the park. So yeah, it's definitely an add on him. The more minutes he gets, the better that he can be. Any other guys you've thought's really, really hot for you lately? Yeah, Jeremy Sohan. Um, he's been good. He's only 50% rostered. Um, had 23 in the last one. Um, his assist dropped a little bit, but just the fact that he seems to always get a block or so, um, seems to always get a steal. Um, I think he's just a, a good player, and he's played over yep. 30 minutes. What's that? Four times in the last five games. Add Jeremy Sohan. And and this is because they've moved him back from the point guard into the forward spot where he's more comfortable. Zach Collins has come back into the lineup now as well, which I'm really interested to see how that works with Zach. Trey Jones has been excellent in that point guard role. So this is where his assists, like you said, have dropped off a little bit. But he's still got that passing game. But yeah, he's giving you a steal every game. He's giving you a block every game. This is this is good Sohan minutes. Because remember, Sohan had that great breakout after the All-Star break last year to finish off the season. Yep. So this is like the early... This is the early flutterings of of, of Sohan, of of Sohan time. Yep. Yeah, it's good. I, look, I, I hope it works out for him. Yeah, that's power forward. It seems like the perfect fit beside Wemby, doesn't it? I, I do. I think it is. And the thing is, I've seen those memes. And I think we've all seen those TikToks where it's just Jeremy Sohan does not like Victor Wembanyama. If you just do a quick Google for that, or if you just get on your TikTok or your Instagram, your social medias, and be like, Sohan Wemby feud, you'll literally see times in the basketball game where Victor Wembanyama is standing there and I like by himself, and Jeremy Sohan has two players on him and is trying to be Kobe Bryant and just take two down in the post and shoot a post fade. It's like the funniest videos in the world. No, man, the only other guy like I'm wishing things for is, is for Marvin Bagley. I just, I just like the fact that this guy has been shit for years to be fair like he has not been a very successful basketball player and i know that our boy herbie thought he was the next big herbie would have thought he was the next big coming uh going to sacramento and never happened for him then he goes into detroit which is if you're a big man in the nba it must be like the it must be like the crematorium you know they just send yeah. all these big men to one place where it's just like just all these tall timbers sitting around the place going is it your game is it my game but now with no one else, I think Marvin Bagley is the perfect wizard. 
because there's no yep. expectations for the guy there. You know what I mean? Like Gafford's been out. There's been no expectation. He's racked up 20 points, 11 rebounds, three blocks, two assists, and two steals. And if you showed me that was a Marvin Bagley stat sheet, I would have told you it was April Fool's. But <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like I'm like, you're shitting me. Marvin Bagley got defensive stats, good efficiency. Really, <laughs> you're pulling the leg. But he's, he's been doing it. And I'm really, I like that as well. So that's much better than his numbers. He drops an occasional threes. I think Marvin Bagley is probably one of my guys that I'm just watching around, especially with the schedule that's coming up. But there's a lot of guys on an even schedule, Manny. I guess we could finish it up with this one. And we should say as well, this is our bonus tip of the day. Thanks to our good friends, Bonus Bank. Now, if you love your gambling, if you love your side hustles, this is one of Australia's best. They teach you how to make the most out of matched betting. And if you use promo code INSIGHT, you get 50, you get 25% off your first month's subscription to their premium service. So make sure you jump on and give that one a crack. Matty, bonus for the week is this one. Because the week is so evenly keeled, make the most of all those back-to-backs you can. Make the most of your needs and your streams in your leagues as you get. Start your week off strong. Look to get onto your action from the very first one on the Monday. Open on the like on your Monday or on your Sunday if you need those ones there. Look for your Celts or your Magic, like you said, mate, the Sunday and the Monday. Because there's none to start off on your Monday, Tuesday. So gear yourself up for your OKC and your Portland or those three and four games as well. Like the Timberwolves, they're a good shout. The Suns and the Trailblazers. Like Scoot Henderson being out. Malcolm Brogdon, mate, the president. Hasn't he been having a little bit of a run? He's been having a run while you've been away, Matty. Mate, I thought he might have been traded by the time I got back, to be honest. No. Mate, Scoot Henderson was off injured. He's got run. Anthony Simon was out injured. Malcolm Brogdon had the game of his bloody life again. But Malcolm Brogdon does this all the time. Malcolm yeah. Brogdon will go out there and get 30 points, and everyone like, oh, God, Malcolm Brogdon. Yeah, he was the rookie of the year. Like, I mean, a bit of a like, – this is a guy who's gone up 4%, 71% rostered. So it wasn't like he was – just lurking around on rosters in the first place. Like people have owned him, but he's in and out of rosters all the time. So I don't know, man, Scoot Henderson, he's been well. Scoot's an ad, I think, in a lot of leagues yeah. as well. Um, I think I've had him, I've dropped him. I needed to get I needed to get more juice out of him, but he's gone down 2% in the last day. So he's now at 57% rostered. So my other hot tip is to pick up Scoot Henderson. That's my bonus one. Maddie, any bonuses, any blokes that you haven't thought of yet that want to come to your mind to cap the show, brother? No, I'm good to go. You're good to go? Perfect. Well, make sure you like and subscribe and you're good to go all of this week for your NBA Fantasy Week. Also, if you're in Australia and you love your NRL, our NRL podcasts are going up, our AFL if you're here in Australia or internationally just want to make the most of them, get onto those. You can get all your fantasy and super coach content right here on Insight. Make sure you like and subscribe. You download, you give us a five-star review. We've got a great, we've got a great competition coming up very, very soon. We'll announce this week. We're going to start reading some of our reviews out here. I read one the other day. Bloody good listen. I just made that up. I haven't actually opened it up yet to double check it, but that's just what that's just what I would say. But Maddie, thanks very much, mate. I'll catch you throughout the week and have a good one. Cheerio.